Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Stryker, and it looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers are stuck in Canada for another year, eh? Now that the decision has been made to keep them, let's look at the pros and cons of Mac Canada. Uh, last week on the show, I know I went into depth in depth for the statistics before and after the bye week. Marked improvements, significant, significant improvements on third down, being like tops in the league on third down after the bye. Uh, red zone improved, ball security improved dramatically, rushing yardage spiked. Najee was great after the bye. Uh, and that was the catalyst for us recovering from that two and six start to that seven and two finish in the second half of the season. Uh, by the time the season was over, honestly, we could hang with any team in the league. I felt confident going up against anyone, even in that Ravens game. I mean, that was a, that was a really tough fought game, but we were in it the entire game ended up winning at the end. I felt we could have done that with any team. Uh, we definitely would have been a tougher out than the dolphins. Dolphins put up a good fight against the Buffalo Bills being division opponents. They know each other well, but I'd like to think that the Steelers would have done a bit better against the Bills. Um, The pros then of this offense to me as well, it's like the execution of the jet motion really got really good in the last four weeks of the season. Um, It gave the team seven options to run out of that one play. You run that jet sweep. That's number one. You can hand it to the fullback quickly. Um, you can hand it to the, the the running back, the halfback, to Najee on the second option, who usually runs a counter um, to the opposite direction. Pass, play action, pass right off of the first option to the fullback. Play action, pass off the second option to Najee. And you could also run a delayed sweep to the other side where, where they the line would shift and run the other direction. And one of the other receivers would grab it and run the other way with it. So, yes, this was a college offense, but watching pros execute it was absolutely fantastic to watch and really confusing for the defense, really minimizing Roquan Smith, Smith especially in that second game with all of that motion, um, especially with all those looks off of the off of that single play, just that jet sweep play, the jet sweep uh, pre-snap motion. Um, now, we have to get better at moving into longer routes and making better root trees to help expand Kenny Pickett's role to run that offense. But at least with that to build on, that's a good thing to build on. Has to expand from there. Now, my negativity, the cons for Canada, we all have cons for Canada. I know that. I hear you all the time. We talk all the time on Steeler Nation. Talk all the time on the vidcasts on Tuesdays. But currently, his playbook is limited. 
he manages down and distance quite well, but doesn't take those shots down the field. Like the offense doesn't really limit itself to taking those shots down the field. We're going to be in third and short, but if we have a mistake, if there is a, you know, we have to fall on a fumble. If we have any penalty whatsoever, it bogs down this offense. Um, that's why it needs to open up to give those options, which we started to see toward the end of the season. Kenny Pickett allowing to take those bigger shots down the field, especially in that Cleveland game. Looked like he was doing a really good job, especially when we got into third and long situations. Um, so my question then for the front office and the coaches is, do you think Matt Canada is the right chance to develop your young franchise quarterback? That's what this is completely about. They both came in the same year. Well, actually, Canada was technically on this team a year before because this, if the Steelers' offensive scheme struggles next year, it'll be two years wasted with Kenny Pickett developing him. And he'll have to learn a new offensive scheme with someone else. So we have now, now, Steeler fans, we have to hope that Canada works out because if he doesn't, this might be like a Cordell Stewart situation. When he came in and Cower kept ripping through offensive coordinators, and that completely hindered his development. He had all the skill in the world. Could not develop, kept changing schemes, made it really difficult for Cordell, who was already the third best quarterback in, in Steeler history, according to our votes in Steeler Nation. He would have been even better. Absolutely would have been even better. Probably given us a chance to win a Super Bowl with those teams. But I don't want that same hindrance happening with Kenny Pickett. So we've got to pray that this works out. We've seen the offense work and become more dynamic when it was run in Pittsburgh, when it was run in Maryland. So that's what we need out of you, Matt Canada. Put on the big boy pants, open up the playbook, and develop our franchise. So now it is time on the show for questions from Steeler Nation, sponsored by Manscaped. Go on over there to manscaped.com. Grab the Platinum Package, it comes with all this stuff. You get the lawnmower trimmer. You get the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer. You get ball deodorant. You get body wash. You get two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. They'll throw in boxer briefs with a special pouch for the boys and a travel bag to keep it all in one spot. Get it all. Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. And we know what the P stands for, right? Yeah, you know me. You down with MVP. Use promo code STEELERNATION, all caps, all one word, to get 20% off your order and free shipping. Don't get your sack sacked. Protect your balls with products from Manscaped. All these questions come from the SteelerNation.com football forum. It is free to join. You want your questions asked, you got to go over there for it, guys. Otherwise, you can come and ask them live on Tuesdays on the vidcast, over on YouTube, over on Facebook, over on Twitter, over on the Gram. We have fun with it. First questions come from Blitz. Striker, 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 striker. Do you see any way we keep Flores for one more year? Um, yes, I do see a chance of keeping Flores for one more year. Personally, I think if he's not at offered a head coaching spot that he wants, that is probably the only way that I see him moving off this roster. I mean, Offensive coordinator jobs, defense coordinator jobs going to come up. I think you probably lean more toward the DC side, but there's a t there's like 10 offensive coordinator jobs open in the NFL right now as we speak. I don't know if that's something he wants to get into. I know uh, Kenny Pickett mentioned in his podcast on Hayward's podcast just a couple days ago that 
Flores reached out to him and helped him with some certain things to help him develop into the quarterback that he is. So that's big too. Talking about managing two minute warning, trying to get a chunk play to work in getting the ball down the field, managing down and distance and having a shot at the end of games, managing that time different than college. Really, really great um, uh, podcast that Hayward put out. I highly recommend you guys watching that, but I don't think that's where his skill set lies. So if he's not happy with any of these other coordinator positions that open, if he's not offered a true head coaching position, he's just kind of interviewing as the Rooney Rule candidate or one of two Rooney Rule candidates that I believe that now have to be interviewed for uh, the head coaching positions, then he will return to the Steelers and we'll be happy to have him. Now it might become to the point where the Steelers go, well, do you want us to make you the assistant head coach? And that's up to him. Because I think he did not want that last year. He easily could have had it. But having those coordinator options open, I think him going into the Steelers situation, not knowing how it was, gave him the option to come out and do what he wanted after the first year if he wanted to leave. Otherwise, he's still here. We'd love to have him back. Tomlin, I know, is for sure in Austin. And the entire team is happy to have him on this team helping out helping out with the linebackers. I know we'll have to revamp the inside linebackers again, and we're developing Robinson underneath of him as well. So it would be interesting to see what we could do in year two with him as well. Uh, second question coming on over from a uh, mad insomniac striker rank the positions by starters depth heading into the off season. All right. It's a big question, but this is a short show this week. So I'm taking this one quarterback. We're set with starter. We got KP. We have a backup in Trubisky already on the roster. We need a third. And if we need remove, we, so that's, I'm just going strictly on who we have now with no movements, no draft. So we need a third quarterback. Offensive line starters are set. All five starters are returning next year. The depth is set too, pretty much. Uh, so we have room to upgrade in the draft, but we really don't have to do much. Running backs one and two are done. Najee and Warren are set. We need a third. Snell's a free agent. Fullback, DJ's gone. Derek Derek Watt is not on the roster. Does that mean we move Connor into that slot? If so, that spot's already filled. I think he could play fullback and third tight end in this offense, the way it's run. Because we can bring in another offensive lineman for a third tight end. Not a huge deal, especially if it's a blocking set. But having him at rotationally coming in at tight end every once in a while always helps. He's a scat back. He can play fullback. I like him in that role. Uh, we're set with uh, tight end at the one spot with uh, Muth. We've got Connor coming in for the three. We need a two. I'm hoping they re-sign Gentry. Otherwise, we've got to draft one. Wide receivers, we got the bookends done. DJ and, and uh, George Pickens, they are set. Hopefully, um, Austin can come back in that slot role for us because we need a slot. We've got a lot of depth. Sims did well, but I think he can be upgraded especially with a kicker kick punt return as well. So I think the Steelers, if they're going to draft a receiver this season, they're going to take a quick twitch guy that can either play slot or X. That is also a kick and punt returner going on the defensive side. Uh, you got Hayward returning. You've got Adams returning. You do not have a slot for Oak and Joby who is now gone. So do you draft a new nose tackle? Layal, is he going to be the plug and play guy there? Is it louder milk? We'll have to see, but we do have the depth there to move up into it. But looking for the Steelers to draft a defensive lineman, probably a nose. 
Uh, outside linebacker, we are set at starters. We got two excellent starters with Watt and Highsmith. We need a number three. That is going to be drafted. Inside linebacker, right now, our starters are Robinson and Jack. Seventh rounder and Miles Jack. Hopefully they get Spillane back in free agency. He'd be a big priority sign in my opinion, but we've got to draft one because Marcus Allen is also a free agent. So Bush is gone. So we have two returning inside linebackers for the five that we had. We've got to pick up a lot of guys to fill those roles. Hopefully bring it back Spillane. That would help out the short term for the big three and then rotational depth, special teamers. Brilliant. Safety. Fitz is a lock at free safety. Strong safety, we don't have one. And we don't have depth on the roster. Because Joseph, KZ, Edmonds, all free agents. We've got to bring somebody back. Killebrew, I know, is on the roster, but he's more a special teams guy than actually a fill-in for defense. So we're looking to draft either safety depth or a starting strong safety this year. Might go high. Might be It might be a high slot. Uh, talking about slot, slot corner. Millette's there. He can be upgraded. Uh, Cornerback-wise, on the roster currently, WJ3, Wallace, and Witherspoon. So you've got decent depth. I know Pierre's up. I know Sutton's up. Might be bringing those guys back. Probably have to do some structure work with WJ3 to return him, but I, I think that might be an either-or. I think WJ3 might be our guy if Sutton leaves in free agency because he's rostered. He can't go anywhere. So those are the options. That's going to be a crazy one. So, yes, I'm looking to draft a corner as well, outside corner, outside shutdown corner, hopefully somebody to pay, pair with either WJ3 or Sutton and or both to work him in, have him run the show the following year because uh, WJ3 is only on one more year of that contract unless they sign him to a new one. Uh, for free, for uh, special teams, kicker, punter, long snapper, we're set. Don't have to do anything there. Maybe bring in an undrafted rookie free agent puncher to compete with Presley Harvin III, but he gets better as the years go on. Uh, I think he's going to be returning as well. Uh, BK Week 28, is there a legitimate hope for improved offense next year with Canada? That's all we have right now is hope. <laughs> I'm hoping, like we talked about earlier in the show, I'm hoping the playbook expands. We've got to extrapolate on Kenny Pickett's talents which is throwing the football. So work with him, work with Sullivan there, developing Kenny Pickett into the primary passer that we need him to be. Lunar's question, Conan, what is best in life? <laughs> well, if I can remember back to Arnie, uh, you crush your enemies, uh, see them driven out before you, and uh, hear the lamentation of the women. <laughs> Great, great movie. Great, great question. Thank you for that one, Lunar. I always love the, the change-ups. Drake Iron City closing it out today. As always, Striker, thank you for doing these. Any insight to the personal matter Coach Tomlin is attending to? No, I have zero insight on that. It was all speculation. We were playing with it a bit on the uh, vidcast on Tuesday. But uh, if Tomlin says it's a personal matter, it's a personal matter. Tomlin doesn't play games. He's a straight shooter. I mean, it might come to the point where we never know why he took time off. But if it ends up being something big, it will come out. We will learn about it. But right now, I'll respect his privacy, and he'll be back. So second question from uh, DIC. Exit interviews have been delayed. How will that affect total outcome replacements, firings, if any? It's uh, probably zero. I think all the decisions have already been made by Coach Tomlin. He's an extremely organized guy. 
he's been doing, he's the second longest tenured coach in the NFL. So, I mean, he understands what he's going to do going into the offseason. He knows what his conversations are going to be. He knows what he wants his coaching uh, staff to look like next year. So I don't see anything negative being about him taking time off other than he needs some deserved time off. The man eats and breathes football. Uh, next question, who would be the top candidate for offense coordinator if we had one available? Um, I was really intrigued with bringing in Joe Lombardi. Uh, the guy's just a football mind. Obviously, he's a legacy grandson of Vince Lombardi. Uh, he won a Super Bowl uh, with New Orleans and, and Breeze when he was their quarterback's coach. Uh, while he was quarterback's coach, he had them four seasons where Breeze was like over 5,000 yards. Uh, he, he had... He was over in Detroit for a year in 2014. That was the only year Matt Stafford made the Pro Bowl in Detroit while he was the quarterback coach. Uh, he helped develop Herbert with the Chargers the last two years. I mean, the guy really has a nice pedigree, in my opinion. I think he'd be a great add to this team in some way, shape, or form. Maybe I'd be happy just bringing him in. To the fold, if he's not going to be an offense, somebody's going to probably, there's 10 vacancies open. Somebody's got to make Joe a uh, an offense coordinator somewhere, but I'd be happy to bring him in the fold uh, as a special uh, offensive uh, uh, consultant to help that. And maybe if we have issues with Canada, plug and play. That would be, the, I'd rather go that way than Sullivan, to tell you the truth. Um, last question. I heard Coach Tomlin makes eight to nine mil per year. Is that accurate? And is that in line with other coaches around the league? Um, actually, when I looked it up here, uh, Drink Iron City, Tomlin makes 12 and a half mil a year. Uh, a lot more than what we thought initially. If you're asking about where he fits in, uh, I know uh, Harbage and Reed, Harbaugh for Ravens and uh, Andy Reed, they make 12 million. So he's making a half million more than those guys. Uh, McVay makes 14 mil. So he makes more than Tomlin. Haven't been in the league nearly as long. Carroll, 15. Uh, Belichick, he's at 20, uh, 20 mil. So these guys are obviously being paid for the duration that they're on their teams. And with Tomlin being the second most tenured coach, 12 and a half mil is a steal considering that Belichick has 20 mil a season. Um, they These guys that I talked about too, Tomlin, Harbaugh, Reed, McVay, Carroll, Belichick, those are the six longest tenured coaches in the league. So really your salary and coaching, it's linked to your success, but it's also linked to your tenure. Every time you sign another contract, you're getting a bump in pay. So that's the way it's going to roll. He's going to get another bump in pay when he signs a new contract, but we'll, we'll have to see what that's going to look like. Um, Snow has, has all left. So the deer can now scrounge for food. I'm putting out a protein block for them. That is awesome. Life is good. Glad to hear about it. That is awesome, Drink Iron City. I'm glad you always share a part of your life as well with us while you're making your dinner and enjoying our show. Guys, that's all the time we have on the show. I might get to a couple comments too offline here when I'm finished up, but go check out our sponsor at tseshop.com. Great items over there. Follow them on Twitter at Total Sports ENT. They're giving stuff away every day. Follow the vidcast over there at YouTube. We do that 7 o'clock every Tuesday, so subscribe to our YouTube channel to know when that's popping up and to know when I record in secret. I've got my secret fans over here, too, checking out the cast as we're doing it live. Um, read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. Big changes coming up to the website. 
Monday. So swing on by on Monday and check to see the new website and all that neat changes that are coming along with that. Uh, follow us at uh, SteelerNation.com. Tweet us at SteelerNation. Instagram and Facebook, SteelerNation.com. Follow the Steeler Nation podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast. Or follow me, your host, Steeler Nation Striker on the grams, on the tweets, on the tickety talks. At SN Striker. Striker spelled with a Y. <laughs> Why? Because I love doing it. <laughs> That's all the time we have on the Steeler Nation podcast. Sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker. Rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers! <laughs>